Are you struggling to drive traffic to your website? Or do you feel like your website isn't reaching its full potential? If so, you're not alone. Hello and welcome to the Medical Device Marketing Podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm Becca. And today we're going to dive into the mysterious world of websites. We're going to explore some of the possible reasons why your your website might not be getting the traffic that you're expecting. And we'll also talk a little bit about what you can do to help. So, um, Becca, I think we should start by talking about uh, what web, like just talk around websites, because I suspect that quite a few people listening um, don't, they might not have an idea of how important websites actually are in terms of like how integral they are to your overall marketing strategy. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so your website is the hub of all of your marketing activity is where everything gets sent to like where all your call to actions or what I mean by that so from like your social media from your booths at events from your sales reps and I always like to think about it as if it was a virtual shop front like that's where everyone's going to be going to interact with you your customers are going to be going to interact with you and it's really important that that website is set up for your customers to interact with you and convert into either paying customers or a lead that your sales team can follow up with. Um, And I think that's probably the number one thing that medical device companies I see doing wrong is that their website is a really beautiful image and that's all it is. It isn't designed to help their customers learn anything or buy anything or connect with them which you might as well not have a website if that's what it's doing yeah totally yeah and I think it's worth mentioning as well that um although driving traffic to your website is really important and I think that if anyone's read or watched any of the content that I've created talking about websites I always say okay it's great getting your traffic to your website but if it's not converting then what's the point because ultimately your goal is not to have traffic on your website your goal is to have more customers and make more money so having traffic does not equal that conversion equals that but in order to get conversion you do need that traffic in the first place which is why it's important to talk about what we are today yeah i think i'd also say it's about getting the right traffic you know, a lot of the time yes. we see really high numbers to a website, but then the really quick indicator that it's not the right traffic is that your bounce rate or your time on the website is really low. And likelihood is, is that's because you're attracting the wrong audience. And then when they get to your website, they're like, oh, this is not what I wanted. And like they disappear. And that's not helpful either. So it's really important that the traffic that you're drawing to your website are your ideal customers or leads definitely so let's uh let's dive into some of the reasons why our listeners websites might not be converting um so let's start by you telling me what you find is one of the most prevalent issues Um, I would say that your website not being findable um, and that's because it's not ranking on any search engine so any of your Google or if anyone's using Bing I don't know if they are but any of your search engines Um, and then the only way people are getting to your website is because you've sent them a direct link that isn't going to help you get new traffic to your website it's only going to help probably existing customers you sent a link via an email to gets to your website so it's really important that your website is findable on all those sort of search engines yeah and I think 
why why would it not be findable there's so many different reasons um not using the right your content not being indexed and by that um it means that google can't find it or read it which means that it doesn't know what your website is telling people about and then it's about not having genuinely useful content to its users something that i always think about when it's search engines is that they're a business and it's their job to keep you using google for as long as possible and the only way they can do that Mm. is giving you the best results or the best answers to your questions and they get all of that information by knowing what's on your website and knowing it's good usable content so that's what's really important is letting google know that you know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah totally yeah because i think like this is so important because if people can't it's people are typing in a keyword that's related to your industry and it's a problem that you can help with but your website isn't appearing yeah that's a massively that's a missed opportunity like a massive missed opportunity in terms of potential conversion and revenue because mm-hmm. these people are totally engaged and i think that's when we talk about the right audience or the audience that you get from um search engines is totally the right audience because that they already have that level of engagement so that's really you know you want to capitalize on that so yeah i think seo making sure your website is findable is like a massive um a massive thing to focus on it should definitely be a priority for websites yeah and it because you're right because they they have a problem they've searched for something you know we all turn to google mm-hmm. when we're looking to solve a problem or find information like we don't ask Google things that we already know, you know? So like it's people that are actually looking for your content versus stumbling upon it on social media or getting sent it in an email. They're actively searching, like you said. So they're not only the right people, but they're the people that are probably most likely to convert because they're they're looking for a solution. And hopefully your website provides that solution. Um, I thought you also worth mentioning, there's no point showing up on a, for a search result on page three, because I don't know about you, but I don't remember the last time I went past page one on Google. If it's not on page one, I don't think it exists um, for my, for me anyway. Oh, totally. I think something like it's a ridiculously high number that the amount, like the first 10 uh, results get clicks and then it goes down to like 10% on the second page or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like getting on that first page of google and ideally in the top spot is yeah that's huge yeah um so do we have any like top tips that we can share with the listeners on making sure that because i think seo is a massive topic we could talk about it for probably i mean i could talk about it for hours i love seo but what are the top takeaways i think that people need to know about making sure their website's findable um I think SEO is also something that we talk about a lot and people find really confusing and it, it doesn't need to be like it really is just about having good content that answers your customers questions and that content being indexed and then making sure that content is using the keywords that people are searching for so something that we see a lot sometimes with websites is companies have like really great content but the search terms aren't in there. So for example, if it's like people are looking for 
what's the best circular stapler and you've got a whole page talking about the advantages but you keep referring to it as a stapler instead of a circular stapler that circular stapler search is never going to find that page so it's really important that the keyword that you want is on your page but also is on there a normal amount of times not 15 loads of times if people talk about mm-hmm. it shove the keyword everywhere you don't want to do that but um yeah I would say it's just about having good content that answers the questions using the keywords that you need to be using definitely and then you're in, on your way to uh SEO success aren't you you are indeed so what else can affect how much traffic is coming to your website Bad. what else do you see as being something important Oh, bad user experience. There are so many websites now and so many websites that can give you your answer. So if you go on a website and it's slow or it's just, yeah, I, you leave. But think about the last time you were on a website that took more than a second to load. You're going back to Google to find a different page. So it's really important that your website is provides a good user experience. <clears throat> And, and what what makes a bad user experience? Um, lack of content. You get on there and there's like no information or it's really hard to navigate the website, um, slow loading times, anything. I think when you're thinking about what makes a bad user experience, just think about the last time you were on a website that you left feeling a bit frustrated from. It's all of those things that are a bad user experience. Um, and everyone has different pet peeves. For me, it's loading time. If I've got to wait, I'm very impatient. If I've got to wait for something to load, I leave. But for other people, it might be the fact they've got to search through a billion different menus to find the right thing. That can be frustrating as well. So it's just about making your site a nice, usable, user-friendly user friendly, uh, user website to use um that if someone doesn't know your area they can jump on your website and still use it yeah for sure yeah and i think it's worth mentioning as well that user experience on your website is not only massively important for getting returning visitors who you really want to capture because they are i think when you look at the data on your website you'll probably see that returning users have a higher conversion rate than your new users. So you really want to be targeting those, getting people to come back because they've had time to go away and consider and they're ready to make a decision when they come back. So when we talk about getting traffic to your website, it's not just important to think about how do I get new traffic, but how do I get people to come back? So user experience is massively important for that, for one, but it also affects your SEO as well. Um, like you said, Google wants to give people the best value so they keep coming back and using Google. So Google is not going to rank websites that, you know, people go on to, they can't find what they're looking for. The links are broken. It loads slowly because the images are way too big. Um, it's not optimized for mobile. So they have a hard time scrolling, that sort of thing. They're not going to want to rank those higher because it's it doesn't serve them any good because the user doesn't get value from it. So that's why I think a bad user experience is something that you really need to look at on your website in order to draw in more traffic. Um, So, yeah, I think for me, my top tips in terms of bad user experience would be to look at the data that you have and find use it to find where there are barriers on your website. 
where people are getting stuck, where they're leaving, because when you find out where they're leaving from, you can see, you can troubleshoot that page and say, okay, what is it that is driving people away here? Why are they not carrying on to somewhere else? Is it a lack of CTAs? Is there a broken link? And when you start working on that, you, you should find that you get people coming back more than you would if your site was you know, hard to use. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, it goes back to that user journey. I think we've talked about this in previous website in podcasts and articles and stuff. When you're building a website, you need to think about your user journey. But, um, you know, you can spend loads of time doing that. But until people are actually using your website, you don't know how users are going to use it. So it could be that you thought that from page one, they were going to jump to page three, but actually that's not what's happening. So they're, they're leaving and it's about looking at all that data to re- work that user journey and make sure all the clicks to action all the calls to action and all the links go where they're actually wanting it to go mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent, definitely it's such an important point isn't it mm-hmm. and i think maybe not one that people consider as much they think i just need it to look good but if it doesn't work then you know it's not serving its purpose for you exactly okay I think there's a big point that we haven't touched on entirely yet. And I think that is what I I consider to be the number one issue. It's, um, so it, it's your other channels, like your lack of promoting your website. So can you just, you're, you're the expert at this. So can you just talk a bit more about that? Yeah, so it really is about funneling your traffic. And um, I think I mentioned this at the top, it's about, your website should be where everybody goes to, but that only happens if your other channels are directing directly to your website. Um, and it's about thinking about, if we just seem maybe a bit like the wrong way to think about it, but if you took your website out of the picture for a second and you looked at all of your print ads that when you take to conferences, you've given them a piece of paper and then they have a lot of great case study that they've read on the train home. Great, where do they go next? You should be having like a QR code at the bottom of that case study that goes to your website and not only lands on your website it shouldn't be landing on your home page it should be landing on your page that has more case studies because that's what they've that person's engaged with so and then once that person's gone to that case study page they're then on your website you can then have a contact us or a next sort of action from them and that's where you're not losing your potential customers on their buyer's journey. It's about leading them to that website and then everything we've talked about once they're on the website to get them to convert. It's the same thing for social media posts. I often see really great social media posts that then just sort of end. And like, you're not linking them to the website to show them that there's more there. If you take it out of medical device, if ASOS put like a great outfit on Instagram and then didn't link it in the comments, you'd be like, you're not not gonna go find it on ASOS. Like, you'd be like, oh, that's pretty, but you'd ignore it. Whereas if it's linked, that drives traffic to that page and to that website. So it's all about all of your other marketing channels, digital or not digital, all funneling the traffic back to your website. Um, Because your website should really be your digital sales rep. um, And you should be funneling traffic to that the same way you would a sales rep. Yeah, that's such a good point your uh, digital sales rep that's that's really cool hmm. um so just a f- few examples of some other channels or just all of the channels 
that I can think of the top of my head. So like social media, mm-hmm. um, email is a really important one. We spoke earlier about returning visitors. Email is great. You can, uh, when people come onto your website, you can ask them to join a mailing list and then you can reach out to them, yeah. remind them that you're there. And that's a great way to get users to come back to your website. Uh, like you said, QR codes at conferences, even things like your business cards and your email signature, wherever you can find a link, you can like, you should always be trying to think, how can I link this back to my website? Because yeah, it's a funnel, you know, you need to, all your other content, all your other channels should be moving towards your website, which is your conversion channel. Um, Can you think of any more? No, but I think what I would say is with medical device websites, I think a lot of medical device marketers think that, oh, I can't do that because that's like for consumers or medical that won't work for medical device. But actually a lot of the things that we see in our day-to-day life, like abandoned basket emails that you get when you're shopping and you leave something, you always nearly always get an email from that company being like, have you missed something? You know, all of that sort of stuff can be done in medical device if you have the right device. Like if you have a direct-to-patient all of those options are available to you. And I think it's just thinking outside of the box, really, that and trying to get, well, yeah, stop thinking that because you're a medical device, you can't do all these digital things online because you definitely can. Um, And then that kind of opens up all the ways you could be using your website. That's such an important point, isn't it? And I think that's what we are constantly battling on a day-to-day basis is, that you can you can do it in medical device just because it's a more niche area and you've got regulations and stuff it shouldn't stop you from using these effective uh tactics and strategies yeah it's really important um and then the other thing i would say that's important is about creating specialist landing pages for all these materials that you've done so i mentioned like the, the case study page you you need to think about it again is that you've sent all of these you've kind of brought someone through their journey if you then just send them a link straight to the direct of the home page and you're kind of making them refine all that information that they've just found on the social media post or that case study pdf that you've sent them that's going to go back to being frustrating so it's really important that you create a landing page to for for the unique versions that you're sending out so because each journey is different right like you have customers that have met your sales rep in an OR, like they don't need the same link as somebody that's seen just a social media post. You know, you should be allowing people to enter on the website for where they are in their customer journey, not making everybody do the same thing. Yeah, I think that's one of the takeaways from this whole podcast is uh, it's not just about drawing traffic to your website. It's making sure they do what you want them to do when they get there. Yeah. Cool. Let's, um, I think before we sign off, before we end, I think we should both share what our number one, our top tip is. Um, and I already know what mine is. <laughs> um, okay. If you insist. <laughs> um, so I think one thing that we haven't, or something that we haven't touched on uh that much we have slightly is um content creation now obviously i'm gonna say this is my number one tip because it's content marketing manager manager it's what i do but um i think that when we're talking about user experience seo all your channels 
content is key there and creating the content that your users want will help to support all of that. And what I mean by that is talking about the problems that they have, the questions that they have, rather than trying to feed them the information that you want them to know. It's it's better to approach it from a, what are they thinking? What's really going to engage them? Um, and making sure that the information, well, the content that you're creating is genuinely helpful for them. Um, because like we said earlier, you'll be rewarded for that by not only returning visitors, but also by search engines, you'll get more traffic that way. And making sure that the when we're doing content that is genuinely useful, it's not promotional. So you can be a little bit promotional, but I think as soon as you go too heavy with the sales terms and trying to talk about the features and benefits or just the features of your device, that's when you start to lose people because you know nobody likes to be sold to unless they've sat down in there in that space i think when you're creating content people aren't expecting to be promoted to and if they are you're really going to lose them quite quickly so it's better to be transparent and unbiased in the content that you're creating and i think that will resonate more with your audience and will ultimately help you to get more traffic onto your website and also to get that traffic to come back again and again and to eventually convert that's my top tip what's yours i totally agree with you and that would be my top tip i'm not going to be like same as you so i'm going to carry another tip that would be mine (laughs) my second we agree on the number one and i think it's just about looking at the data because a lot of the time people have great websites but they put them up four or five years ago and you know they then just left them there and and then didn't check the data and 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 why that's important is because people use a website differently people land on different pages and if you're not looking at the data you know how your customers were using the website five years ago might not be the same it's something that constantly needs to be checked you know because we know we did this recently with a client and there was a page that they were like oh no one goes to that page like we don't need it and then when you actually looked at the data actually sort of 45 percent of their traffic was landing directly on that page so just because you know people are not doing a call to action on that page you're not getting a lead by that page it's very easy for your sales team to be like oh that page isn't working we can get rid of it when you actually look into the deep data if we got rid of that page, we'd lose nearly half the, the traffic, which would be disastrous. So that's why it's, you know, trust the data, look at it and look at it regularly. Um, otherwise, you know, you could also be missing an opportunity. So, um, you know, for that example, we're going to go and see why that page isn't converting, but it's getting lots of traffic. You know, it's obviously doing something right, but it's not doing as much as it could be doing to help us in our you know, in our goal. Um, and we wouldn't have known any of that if we had did it by gut feel versus listening to the data that we had. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I don't think we spoke that much about um, data, but uh, I think a useful tip for anyone listening is um, UTM links are great for helping you understand how traffic is coming to your website. So yeah. they will basically tell you exactly which pieces of content are getting how many clicks and which you know where your traffic's coming from and when you start looking at that sort of data you can start seeing patterns um for example okay videos on social media are really driving traffic to my website so i'm going to do more of those or my um 
my static posts on social media aren't doing so well so maybe I will spend less time focusing on those and drive it more into the um the pieces of content that are actually working for me so UTM links I think are another top tip (laughs) yeah I think something that we haven't said which normally we do say is that like content never sleeps so when you have all this Mm. content on the website it can be constantly gaining traffic it can constantly be doing things for you as long as it's the right content and it's important to just um constantly be looking at it because other things that we see is you could put a piece of content up there that does performs really well for three to six months (coughs) sorry and then like stop performing and it could just be that another page has come on SEO that's done a bit better or there could be loads of different things. But you could just tweak the copy on that page a little bit and then reboost it on SEO. So, yeah, it's really important to just look at the data every now and again to see if you can be doing anything better. Definitely. Um, so for anyone listening to our listeners, you can head over to our learning hub where we have... Um, lots more information this is kind of just a brief overview of the uh, activities you can be doing to get traffic to your website very brief but if you head to our learning hub we have articles on all sorts of topics including things we spoke today about today like conversion optimization Uh, we have full guides on seo email and um, social media and also more in-depth information on driving traffic to, towards your website so if you'd like more information head on over there but uh, you can also reach out to us and ask any questions you have we might start answering them on the podcast if we find that we get a few so yeah feel free to reach out to us uh, for our website and thank you very much for listening thanks Jenna for having me oh a pleasure <laughs>